Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Respectfully Disagree. As yet another wave takes over, we look back with nostalgia at that time period in between the second and the third wave. And one of the things that was happening along with a lot of things was anecdotally arise in like hookups and people making up for lost time by having a lot of casual sex. So in this week's episode, we decided to tune out from the doom and gloom around us to discuss hookup culture and whether it can be empowering. So straight off the bat, let's ask everyone, is hookup culture empowering? Yes or no? This is Shrishti, your host, by the way. Hi, this is Rohita. Um, I think it's, it's a, it can be, but it, it often isn't. Hey, it's Carla, and I think it's not, unfortunately. I think, like, in theory, it's supposed to be, but in practice, it cannot be, actually, and it has not played out that way. Um, but okay, I wanted to ask about this because it was something that came to my mind when we were just thinking about this topic, right? Which is that, is there a particular scene or a song or like a pop culture moment that comes to your mind when you think of hookup culture? I don't know. I guess, um, like while growing up, it was just more common to see it on like American sitcoms and rom-coms and I don't know, but the rom-coms always ended with, uh, romance of some sort. Or, you know, people getting, like, starting to develop feelings for each other. Like, in these movies, no strings attached and friends with benefits and all of that. It's just, it ends a very <clears throat> in a very predictable way. But in terms of, I don't know, in Indian films and TV, I, I, don't, I don't remember. I just feel like it happened recently. But that's also because maybe I wasn't tuned in as much or maybe paying attention as much. For example, the movie Cocktail, Deepika Padukone is someone who's very comfortable. Her character is someone who's very comfortable with casual sex, but then she's shown like a quote-unquote bad woman in contrast with Diana Penty's quote-unquote good woman. So it's always very weird. But in terms of just the idea of the culture, I think like sitcoms. I also feel like it's weird, but I think that Indian pop culture or like most pop culture doesn't really get it right, right? Like I always see a depiction of hookup culture and I'm like, what are you smoking? Like, what do you think hookup culture is? Like the hookup song from Student of the Year 2 is such a like, you know, someone who's in their 40s or 50s, like Karan Johar thinking that this is what's cool and like people actually talk like, mere yaar, mere saath tu hook up tu kar lena, which means like, come hook up with me, take my number and hook up with me and they're all dancing to the song. So it's like this in- insanely exaggerated portrayal of what it's like. And same, even with like OTT shows, I think you think that there's a more like realistic depiction, but in a lot of them, it feels very caricaturish. So for me, I can't really separate the idea of hookup culture from the proliferation of dating apps. Like to me, these things are one and the same, because if you think about like culturally, like, like there were some seminal, like pop culture moments in sort of what you would call hookup culture in the West. Like, do you all remember American Pie? Did you, did that movie ever make it here? Okay. That movie, which was like all about high school students, like looking for a hookup, right? It was like the obsession of like American high school students to like look for a, for a good hookup. And the whole movie is about that. But like, when I think back to it now, it was actually quite wholesome. Like at the time, everybody thought it was like crass and gross and, you know, and these like little boys acting like really disgusting about looking for their 
um, looking to satisfy whatever their, you know, sexual desires were, like very immature sexual desires. But everyone thought it was like so outrageous. And now I look back at it and I'm like, well, that was quite cute, actually. You know, they were very sweet and wholesome. But there's something about dating app hookup culture that I feel now it's like so deeply ingrained in some of the way that we think about like how you, how people go looking for a hookup, right? It's that whole idea of like a menu of options, which for me, it's very hard to separate the culture from that notion of like swiping. It's interesting that you brought up American Pie because that's kind of like a coming of age story for for like high school boys. But then in pop culture, when you look at uh, this whole thing, but if it's like women or young girls, then it's always through this lens of, oh my God, this fallen woman, she's going through such a bad time now. This is not a good time. She's getting into drugs and casual sex. And then there's a scene in in, in, this, in fashion where uh, Priyanka Chopra's character, she starts um, going through a downward spiral and then, and then she finds herself um, hooking up a lot. And that's supposed to depict the 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 dark side of fashion and like the like her moral compromise and all of that. So it's just really weird when it comes to women. It's very like, oh my god, she's fallen. And but when it comes to men or boys, it's like coming of age story. Even like I don't know, raunchy films like The Hangover or something. I don't know. But maybe we're talking about something different there. That's interesting, Rueta, that you bring it up because, yeah, I don't think even I can think of a single movie where there's a woman who's, like, hooking up a lot and she is emotionally and mentally okay. <laughs> Maybe that's that's a test for our listeners and for us if we can think of something till the end of this podcast. But um, there, there, there is a lot of debate about this in the sense that um, a lot of people and even feminist scholars also say that um, not hookup culture necessarily, but casual sex can be liberating for women right like in uh, a society which like kind of primes us to value marriage and monogamy and that's often very stifling for women it can be liberating to engage in like casual sexual relationships and sex for pleasure outside of the setting of like you know you need to have sex for like because it's your duty or you need to only be committed to one person i mean one man because that's the ideal we believe in so I don't know. Do you think it can be? I mean, we haven't seen a lot of it all on screen, but what do you all think about it potentially having like liberatory potential for women? I think in any context where it's spoken about or where it became popular, it's always it was always like spoken about in terms of a cultural revolution, right? And it always was accompanied by something involving women having more agency over their bodies. In the West, it's like maybe in the 60s, with the rise of birth control and contraception and in general a lot of people view it as like the engine of female progress according to an article in the atlantic um because women are like perpetuating the culture more but then there's another scholar lisa wade whose book american hookup is kind of like the defining text right now that examines this very critically and she says that hookup culture the culture itself is primarily driven by white cishet men, especially um, wealthy cishet white men. And women often get the short end of the stick uh, because their pleasure and even consent is not prioritized. 
and men tend to see it as kind of like the wholesale availability of women now and anyone who any woman who doesn't conform to hookup culture is kind of like shamed as a prude so it it's really really complicated now because it was supposed to be liberating for women but then the way the culture has been shaped uh has all has just turned out to be the opposite what do you think about what what casual sex could mean right like in an ideal world it's almost like you know the the pursuit of female like pleasure and the fulfillment of like female desire without all of the baggage that comes along with like monogamy where we know women end up needing to do so much other stuff right to sort of to sort of live in a partnership so there's something about this notion of like casual sex and unattached you know unattached sexual partnerships that could actually be quite feminist and empowering but i think that's how it is in theory and then the problem is that the way things play out like society functions as you said rohita like it sounds like according to alisa wade is saying right society is still lived almost exclusively on you know cis white men's terms and so as long as this sort of casual sex is happening in a society where the rules are sort of set by people who are not women i don't see how it can necessarily play out in a way that feels beneficial and empowering for them i just feel like i think if if we look at both of these institutions say hookup culture and and i know it's not as simple as like oh hookup culture on one side monogamy on the other but to make that simplification and everything that comes on that spectrum right i feel like there is some amount, i mean obviously that men and you know whichever combination of of them dominate like over here it would be savarna says head men who who would in india say dominate like how hookup culture plays out here right but i still feel like it's a more liberating setting because inherently i think it challenges a lot of societies like assumptions about what sex is supposed to be like i mean we ourselves released a video on the film piku uh one from our recasting series on sunday and like one of our trolls is commenting on everything saying so hey her father's okay with casual sex and you know you're saying that's a good thing what if your father wanted to have casual sex would you say yes to him and and you know like i was like what's going on and i just replied to him saying yes because it's just such a weird like moral metric to use like oh would you be okay with this person having casual sex with someone versus not that i i think it's interesting like we still have a lot of judgment around it we still have a lot of reservations around it i think which is what makes it a potentially a uh, liberatory space just i think that example of that troll comment just sort of to me underscores what what i was saying which is that we have a hookup culture that is defined through the lens of a very particular person right and so the truth is is that casual sex had by women is not okay casual sex had by old people is not okay casual sex had by people who were married and are now divorced is not okay like virtually everything is like unbecoming you know unless the person having casual sex is like a young to middle-aged you know like you said like cis head you know 
man that's it that's so true actually and i think it also shows in the way society looks at it looks at you right like who who can take like someone up to their house without like all the eyes on you or something like every time i'm even inviting like a male friend up to the house i feel like thousand eyes on me as like i undergo like a walk of shame to just go up to the house with a man you know so every all the infrastructure around you also makes it very difficult to have any kind of relationship with you know anyone in that sense to just add to that i think personally the biggest kind of debates or arguments around it that i have seen and on pop culture also that you see right is the idea that it's like attachment free sex like literally one of the famous movies around it is no strings attached like you said rohita or friends with benefits which are the same movie with just different actors um but uh, So do you think the controversy is around that like or does our discomfort stem from that like how can you have sex which isn't like which has no emotions attached or no strings attached and how can you not be emotionally accountable to the person that you're having sex with or is there a kind of discomfort with that Well yeah there is because that's one of the biggest things that um people talk about this when they try to critically think about why hookup culture doesn't actually feel that great even though it's supposed to um there's a researcher Leah Fessler who sort of did like a survey and she found that uh not one of them was actually enjoying this experience and they actually it was actually marked by a lot of in- emotional instability and anxiety because the rules are such that the like feeling nothing is is the whole point and then there's an article in NPR that says that developing an attachment to a casual sex partner is one of the biggest breaches of societal norms and you're seen and then the same stereotypes of being a woman apply like just sort of like come at that point right like if you get attached or you if you catch feelings quote unquote then you're like supposed to be a clingy woman and then there's this whole trope in pop culture where um men if they have like a one night stand they're like um Oh, but like I'm not gonna leave my number and go, or like it's supposed to just end there. And if a woman calls after that, she's supposed to be like, "Oh my God, what is this? Like this is so bad." And uh, she's clingy and whatever. And and then you have that on the on the one hand, and on the other hand, you also have this idea that there are certain people that you can hook up with, and certain other people that are like wife material. So it's kind of like this Madonna whole. dichotomy thing at play again it's just very very complicated i don't know how people can be sane without their brains exploding honestly with hookup culture and all its baggage i also feel like there's this inherent contradiction because the whole idea behind hookup culture and the empowerment narrative is that you're supposed to go out there and get yours and you're supposed to have this like amazing super awesome sex life but like not care about anything and like you know go through men like they're you know a pair of shoes or whatever and just like not care you know like they're fungible or whatever except i think everybody at this point knows that like sex with complete strangers who you barely know and don't have much of a connection with is almost always terrible right and that actually like people have better sex when there's like some sort of a connection or like there's something right like in general so this whole notion is flawed because it's not actually leading to the best sex right it's not actually leading to like some super exciting sex life and i think that's what leads to that problem that you highlighted right that people just feeling sort of like unfulfilled or like empty or just like not like that wasn't as fun as it was supposed to be 
But I don't know about that, Carla. Like, could that be a bit bit of a myth? Because I was actually talking about this with like a few of my friends recently, and it, I mean, sometimes you can meet a stranger in a bar, or like you can just hit it off with a stranger, and the chemistry you feel with them, and maybe just the one night that you spend with them can be like this, this you know, crazy amount of affection, and you can have the best sex that you have. I I don't think emotionless sex exists though. I think the problem is thinking that emotionful sex is a bad thing. Like you can have emotion you have to have emotionful sex to have good sex. <laughs> like you said, but That's my point. Yeah. That's my point. So I don't have an actually one night stands I actually think are some of the most exciting. Like that's the most exciting possible situation. You don't have to deal with any of the person's issues or baggage or anything, right? But so I I'm actually t- like talking about the zero connection type of thing. The literally you're looking at a picture on a dating app and you're like, I guess this is a nice looking human specimen like swipe whatever way you know as in that kind of thing but that connection that you're talking about that's exactly what i'm saying you have to have otherwise what is the point of a hookup like what it's not even fun the other thing is i so i think right now women have a lot of agency in terms of seeking this out uh if you know that's what they want and like casual sex is a lot more uh easier to access than it ever was for anybody and in that sense it can be it can i don't know it can be something that gives women a lot of agency over their bodies but um this is something that you know feminist scholars have sometimes spoken about what happens during the process when you are actually hooking up with someone how much agency do you have then to draw boundaries and this is the part which gets tricky because up until the point where you are seeking to hook up with somebody you have a lot of freedom and whatever but then when that's actually happening a lot of the time people find that they find it difficult to advocate for their bodies as is one quote from the same researcher leah fessler who says that my girlfriends and i were top students scientists artists and leaders we could advocate for anything except for our own bodies in this context which is like how do you communicate pleasure how do you communicate consent these are things that still are not um, as clear cut i think as as it seems from the outward aspect of it yeah i think that and and that goes back to the whole thing of like you're having sex but are you having good sex which is the advantage of like <laughs> hookup culture with like and experiencing sexual pleasure in these different forms in general like yeah i don't think um when hookup culture was doubted as something as liberating it didn't account for the fact that these are the things that we should be talking on how do you advocate for your own body and instead of how do you have more sex like how do you you know you know what i mean i don't know i think there's like a very subtle difference there yeah i don't even think it's that subtle i think as a society we prize like notches on the belt you know uh more than just having fun like no one ever talks about it in the context of like did you have the most possible fun it's like how many people did you bet you know as if it's some grand competition which is the wrong metric yeah there's this people like you know people ask each other what their body count is and it's just such a weird like it's almost like a game right now it's a gamified system of sex <laughs> welcome to 2022 But uh Rohit I like to to backtrack a little to something that you said earlier right like that it's easier for women to kind of access sex now or like it's something that you can go out and seek. 
but i'm just wondering that and that's one of the things that people talk about with respect to like hookup culture is that it kind of opens up our attitudes around like sex and sexuality and who you can have sex with and how and when right at least who if not the rest of the other things like we discussed but do we actually think that that's the case because i think it's just a sliver of women say for instance within india who can actually access casual sex safely and then that even i think even for someone like say you or me right you have to walk on eggshells or it's always like a it's always like a fine line when you're living in a rented apartment in bombay and then like there's a society around you and almost everyone thinks differently it's a fine line when like when that freedom ends and then suddenly it might become an issue and b even for us are we actually having casual sex whenever we are with like anyone or are we very carefully choosing and like you know maybe having casual sex with the same people who we he would who we would end up in monogamous relationships with i mean i was just raising that as a question in terms of you know we often talk about how like hey only 5% of people marry marry outside of their community in india or whatever and that's a start of like how you kind of reinforce and stay within the same communities hookup culture could be an alternative where you're supposedly moving outside of those kind of bonds but actually it ends up being within the same circle is what i mean so if you actually do a similar study you'll find that your patterns of attachment and your patterns of who you go for are still very similar and still within that like broader you know very casteist and community centric framework of society so so actually so in in like us culture there's a bit of a like a totally the opposite stereotype actually there's this stereotype of for example that jewish men love to date not christian women right and they love to date so they'll you know there's a jewish like playboy who will date only christian women and but then when he needs to get married it has to be a jewish woman right because obviously his parents will you know freak out if she's not and so there's that whole thing of like sowing your wild oats outside of your community but when it comes to marriage material it better be you know in your community yeah and i think that largely apply i mean i was just going to say yeah like because because of how um sex as opposed to marriage is seen as like impure immoral or there's some kind of uh some something as in marriage is like all always very sacrosanct right and then you have sex which is not and like it's very hush hush and taboo and supposed to be dirty and not spoken about so that arguably is a thing that i think makes people go outside of their like class caste networks but not necessarily in a good way because you think that you can do this with somebody but you will never you're never going to marry them because marrying is like sacred and whom you bring home to your parents or whatever is also is very like loaded right that is going to be a decision that you make based on this but otherwise it's like you can you can do whatever you want with whoever you want because it doesn't matter anyway it's not as valuable as marriage and it's not yeah and you also see a lot of um, people speaking about being especially from marginalized communities or like trans women or anybody speaking of being fetishized by cis men um in terms of like sex and it's a very dehumanizing experience sometimes um and i mean i'm not just it may not necessarily be so but then 
there is this like slight undercurrent i think just because of the way that society views it i mean i think i keep going back to unless we fix our attitudes towards sex at large i don't see how hookup culture in and of itself can be empowering but i mean we've clearly broken down all the problems with hookup culture and why in and of itself right now it's not empowering but if you had to talk about like the one or two things which in your opinion if we change then the culture itself could potentially be more empowering like what are those so i think if the societal pressure changed away from like numbers or con- this notion of almost like conquest right and if instead it was about like showing off about how much fun you had how much fun your partner had and like how much of a connection like how much of how exciting or fun or how much of a connection there was and like that was more of the focus i think that would automatically address some of those issues about consent and about being cognizant of the other person's needs and wants during the entire encounter yeah i see what you mean there and i think to add to that like if we do away with these notions of like what makes i think casual sex the most difficult to engage with is just that people have such binary understandings of it like you're saying so it's either like you're a number and like objectify women and they're like 20 people or whatever or it's like oh i'm going to get married to you or like you're the love of my life or whatever i think the actual terms of engagement we change it from being something that's like that has to be emotionless or something that has to be detached from affection to seeing sex like as a form of affe- like expressing affection right or sex as a form of engagement just the way in which like friendship is or an act of romance is or anything else right it's neither less nor more it's just a way of expressing affection and there's nothing wrong with that lasting for a couple of hours a cup a day like a month or like for your lifetime i think if we just like do away with those then i think as a society we just be sexier <laughs> I mean Trisha I think you just gave us the closer That was good Vagina monologue have we used this before it's apt again We always end on these hopeful like optimistic notes these like very wholesome optimistic notes I like it Okay <laughs> on that note see you all again next time though we never actually see each other the audiences but I don't know how else to say what this One is. day when the pandemic is over, we're going to do live RD recordings. Yeah, that'll be amazing. That'll be so much fun with a live audience. It'll be great. Waiting for y'all to join us when we do. <laughs> On that note, see you again next time. Bye.